Good day. Hi, welcome you back to another to episode podcast. of the podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast could do this. Great podcast in all the land. All the land. There he is. Never misses a beat. Podcast. Starting details. Zooming in from. Starting details. Whatever he calls that room. Goes by the name of Cobb. Starting details. Smith and Cobb. Boys, I feel like the stock is trending upwards. I don't want to go out of my depth here, but. I feel like you're thriving. You know, your girl's back in town. Ted, obviously on one with Formula One, his trip to Austin. I'm doing great. About to head back to Seattle. I feel like, I, I don't want to call it early, but boys, like, this stock is a rocket ship. Invest in the podcast. Let's go. <laughs> Formula Un. <laughs> How's the Formula Un? <laughs> up there in the top square, beaming in from the desert, Matt Comer, the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Man, just ready for a strong finish to Q4. Right, Cobb? Finance wow, the, the CEO, Q4. Yeah. Dude, I heard someone in our building talking about their marriage, at, like something, something in Q4. Like, we met in Q2, and I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> I'd hate to have boardroom sex with either of you. <laughs> uh, Cobb, I said Formula Un, because that was a big joke this weekend. Like within our group, like, you know me, like I'll keep a joke going. Like whenever time somebody said Formula One, it's like, it's Formula Un. It's, it's Un, please. <laughs> Respect the sport. First, I want to hear from you guys. So what, have you heard any good news about Formula One in Vegas? Because the, the press has not <laughs> been awesome. Any good news? Um, wow, that actually is a challenge. Any good news? I, I've i definitely heard some negatives. Um, gosh. That's crazy that you say that. I didn't think about that, but no, I don't think I've heard a single piece of good news. I heard one guy had a really fast lap. That's it. All right. So most of that I get were not people that were at the race. They're either kind of locals or were in Vegas and the race was going on. First of all, full credit to people like, I mean, they're racing down the strip. It was a pain in the ass to, to drive in cars around that city. But, you know, you could hoof it around, whatever. I will say this, though, just amazing. I've never seen uh, F1 in person. It's just and it, look, it's expensive. It's bougie. It's a different sport. But the experience, once you got within like our sections and around the event was unbelievable. Like they just do it on such a higher like level. I can't even explain it to you. They had the metal detectors. Weren't even, I've never seen these ones before. You don't take anything out of your pockets. You just walk through. Like, and I was like, what's it looking for? My buddy was kind of explaining. He's like, you'll see these in our stadium soon, but like, they just have them first. Basically, unless you have like a blade or a weapon on you, like, it's fine. You could use your tickets to scan in and out. There was tons of help. Like, ask me anything. Like, it just, it was unbelievable and all the activations around there. Right. And when I say like activations, like when you go to a stadium and there's like the NFL experience stuff, I mean, you could change a wheel on a car. That was one of them. You just wait in line you could and change the wheel. Did you do it? That sounds like a very Ted Smith activity. I didn't. I was, uh, that was Friday night. They had that out there qualifying was until midnight. Uh, we were looking at that around like 11 ish. Your boy had had a few beverages. I was like, Oh, this is going to be a mess. If I try this. So I just kind of sat on the side and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe heckled a few people. Well, dude, and this sounds like a Ricky Bobby content comment, but like the cars are really fast. Oh, that's the other thing. And Cobb, <laughs> I mean, you've, you've been staggering. right. 
You yeah. went to Austin. I like, saw the warmups in Austin. Or no, 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 no. I haven't been in Austin. Sorry, I saw MotoGP in Austin. I saw the warmups in Melbourne, Australia. Yeah, right. Just when they race by, like I, you just never heard a sound like it. I mean, it, it is unbelievable. Because even Thursday night, like, or so. First of all, I will say this: Thursday night, I get off work, I fly down, I land, I call the driver, and he's like, "Yeah, your whole crew's in the truck," and I'm like. They're all in the truck. They should be waiting for practice, too. That's weird. I had no idea that the manhole cover thing had happened. Oh, yeah. And had ended practice one. So when I get to get in town Thursday, like people like people are not pleased. People that have bought tickets are not pleased. But we have a fun night. We hang out at the house, whatever. Uh, the manhole cover. It's like, you know, it's like, ah, I feel, feel like somebody should have sealed that one. But the- yeah. Right. They put what three hundred and fifty million or more into this like track, building new buildings, resurfacing the road. It's like, you know, probably check those. Yeah, and it's just and granted, like, look, I, I gotta preface all this with F one is a very expensive sport, number one, to be a part of, number two, to go watch in person. All right. Like the tickets were not cheap or nothing, but once like it was again. It was kind of a pain getting down to where like the like your seats were like to enter kind of into the race area. But once you were in like line for that, it was the smoothest thing I've ever been a part of. Like you get in and out very quickly. You could scan in and out. Uh, I had to explain it. Even like beer lines, like drink lines, like also like the drinks. I just couldn't get past this. Like you didn't have to be in a club section or anything else. It's it's F1, so it's fancy. Like they're just mixing real cocktails and there's like real bartenders. And I was like, I I was just like, this is unbelievable. I don't know that I've ever seen that at a sporting event, just stands with with real bartenders mixing cocktails. And I love like as somebody who just frequents sporting events and is like sort of a fan of the lifestyle. I love like your focus on like the logistics of the operation. You're like metal detectors, solid, pulled nothing out of my pockets, like real bartenders, mixing drinks, short lines, good bathrooms. And it's like this guy's stadiums. (laughs) Yeah. And then we had our like where we were, too. There was like it was like all the like free waters, like free sodas, all that kind of stuff. But even like, you know, you might go up to like, say, I forget. I think it was body armor had a stand like these stands all over. And like you could go up and try to different flavors. Then if you were just like, yeah, I like this one. They're like, here, take a bottle. Like here, take take four four bottles. Like like that's what I'm saying. It was unbelievable. And then our our section, I don't know if they all had this, but there was like, you know, small plates like bites by Wolfgang Puck. Oh, yeah. And it was all like again. Th- I mean, there is thousands of people there, but like the lines never got long. There was always food like hot and ready to go. It just the production level was just unreal. Matt, we talked about you all the time. It's one of the things they had. One stand was just fried PB and J's. Oh, wow. Oh, that'd be trouble. Yeah, right. One was like a short rib grilled cheese. That was the line I went to the most. Okay. Like, couldn't couldn't really get away from that one. But there was like, you know, like a noodle station. There was like some other like meat thing but like it just was easy like you just there wasn't a big line you walk up you grab what you want the only tough thing is all those people it was a little hard to find a table sometimes but if you just kind of waited around somebody get up you get a table or otherwise like like some people are like do you mind if we stay in here with like no come on stand here with us like it's it's awesome 
Were people drinking pretty hard or is mostly food and chatting or kind of what was the vibe? Excitement, I, kind of chill. All of it. I mean, so you so like say on Friday, right? There's a practice at 830, right? And that lasts for like maybe an hour. But then there's a lot of time in between that and the qualifying. So like some people just kind of hang out around there, drink drinks, eat the free food. Like uh, our buddy and his son were playing in a poker tournament. So like we walked over to find them and then snuck into one of my favorite casinos, Bills, because they have cheaper minimums and showed Mark a Bills. couple of the boys how to shoot dice, shot dice for a while. <laughs> and then you like go back and check back in and you can watch qualifying. I mean, it was and we had gone uh, the Hoff. <laughs> there's a Hoffbrow house there. So we went there Friday afternoon, which was kind of close to our entrance. And uh, I still don't know if the mayor did it or not, but like. My buddy, who doesn't know our other friend, Nick, he works for Hofbrau. So we had like a little gift card waiting for us. But as soon as we sat down at the table, it's like, oh, it's Nick's birthday. That wasn't Nick's birthday. But that did not stop us from celebrating the shit out of Nick's birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Nick's birthday, man. You got to. Right. So, I mean, right. Like, we're like, hell yeah, it's Nick's birthday. And then, like you know, if you get a sh- if you get a shot of schnapps or sh- schnapps or something, schnapps. like a tall German woman has to spank you. And like <laughs> we first get into that Hofbrau house, it's like four in the afternoon. It is it is not very busy. It's a little quiet in there. We raise we waste no time. Start firing up liters of beer. And my buddy that works for him, he's like, "I'll hook you up with a gift card, but you better get spanked." So like we're getting spanked. You can hear people going ooh and ah and like. <laughs> oh that's pants- good yeah <laughs> yeah right and she was like six foot six foot one german woman i was like that's what i expect wow like, if, like if i'm gonna be at a german beer hall and get spanked like i that's who i want, I want yeah Katarina. she needs to have some power wait is this uh this is on the strip yeah so the virgin hotel which used to be hard rock it's right by mm. there oh yeah, yeah yeah that was about as close as you could get to our entrance for our seats before you had to kind of pull off Oh, so that, were your guys' seats in the new buildings they built, like kind of the by the paddock? So we were across from the paddock. Yeah, where they have the garages and stuff. I saw for, they just built I Formula One bought that land to build that for this race. That's sick. 260 yeah, million. It used to just be a parking lot. Wow. That's okay. Yeah. That makes sense then. That's kind of by the hard rock. Cool. <laughs> right. So now it's virgin. So yeah, that that was the other thing is a couple of our buddies work private security. So we had just a driver kind of on call from 3 p.m. to 3 a.m., which was very nice because some of the Ubers I saw like surge pricing was like one hundred and fifty dollars. And it was like wow. we had spent a lot to secure the, you know, the car and the driver. But it's like having like having an extraction point and just knowing <laughs> where and, and Matt's laughing is our two buddies are, you know, Marines. I mean, like we were using that lingo all weekend. I was like, can I call it the EP? And they're like, what? The extraction point. I thought we shortened everything in the military. They're like, nah, we just call it the extraction point. <laughs> Dude, it sounds so sick. You can't abbreviate that one. <laughs> I know. Right. I mean, yeah, and and Friday, right? We had like we had hung out. It's also nice. The mayor's son is twenty one, so like we went and got breakfast. Then we we're like, just meet us at this bar. And he did. So like, th- also there was a pool at our house. It was frigid and freezing. I got in Thursday night, and then we there got we back go, in Smith. Friday afternoon. Like, whoo, getting that cold. Pl- See, now you got that cold plunge experience, dude. Firing it up. 
<laughs> nice, Ted. Uh, yeah. Then Saturday, I was gonna say, and it was just impressive. There's cars out there. Like I don't know how to explain. It. It's almost like tailgating, but when you wait in between stuff. But that's what I'm saying. They had so much cool stuff to look at and to interact with. Like it didn't feel like you were wasting too much. You know what I mean? It didn't seem like you were just killing time the whole time. Oh, yeah. And everybody flies in like their supercars and stuff. I mean, there's just a lot to look at when Formula One's in town. It's a circus. I mean, it's like the fanciest circus you've ever seen in your life. Correct. And now, granted, I will say one thing against F1 is they, and I think they're going to lower the prices next year. Like you got to have, you got to have the average person. Like we had saved up and planned this trip, but like the average person can't go to these events. Like it just, it was too much. And the, a lot of the locals couldn't. So that would, that would be the one big thing I would say was bad. Almost everybody I talked to in our section, like hell, I, I didn't even meet that many Americans. Like it was yeah. a lot of people from other countries and this and that. Uh, Matt, you would have loved it. The Mexicans, the Mexican Americans were out and forced strong for Checo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, right. So then Saturday, trying to remember what the hell did we do? Set. So Saturday, right. We did something in the morning. The race I, was on Saturday night, right? Right. But not till 10 p.m. And then we were just kind of hanging out at the house uh, Saturday afternoon. And like, actually, that was that's one of those random moments. Oh, that's what we did Saturday. We got up and went to the casino by us out in Henderson or wherever we were and watched Mm. like because I wanted to watch that Maryland game. Then we just went back to the house. We're kind of chilling. Just just sat there like having cocktails and stuff and just laughing. Right. And like the mayor's son is like busting his chops. We're busting his chops. I mean, it was just. Like even that day part of it was really fun. Got stuck in a you know a couple little loops there, if you will. And then uh, <laughs> so then it's like all right, it's Saturday evening, like we're like this is it, we're going to the race. Friday I got a little too fired up during the day at the Hofbrau House. Saturday I was on it. Like I still had you know had a couple Red Bull vodkas, had a couple beers. But I was like I'm not like <laughs> I want to be more on my game than I was Friday night. Uh. So, yeah, so we get over there and the anticipation at this point, I mean, it, it's unreal, right? We go out there, we see like the, uh, uh, what was I going to say? They like bring out all the drivers and the fancy cars and everything. And I mean, any celebrity you can imagine was there, right? Like it just, it was ridiculous. So now we're getting close to race time. We've already gotten it. You know, the mayor's like getting cocktails, but now we're like a half hour from race time. So like, you know me. Now I'm on it. So I'm getting a little sports anxiously. And I'm like, I'm getting out of this line. They're like, where are you going? I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, it's a sporting event. I got to pace. Right. Like, I got to get some beers and like start ripping some beers or whatever. Uh, Also kind of funny. I didn't see a ton of people like wearing like other sports gear. I'm coming out of the bathroom. I buy two beers and these two guys in Ohio State gear. And I just walk up to him. Oh, I'm annoyed Michigan against Maryland. <laughs> and I go, hey, man, I'm a Maryland fan. Can you guys do me a favor next week? And they're like, what's up? I'm like, beat the fucking shit out of Michigan. I was like, look, I'll be honest. I'm not an Ohio State fan either. I'm just sick of Michigan this year. Dude, uh, I mean, in all fairness, the Maryland, I mean, the Terps beat the spread by a lot. You know, they lost by seven. They just lose by 21, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, they put up a fight. It was, it was, it was good. 
I think the, everybody in our crew saw that that side of Ted. Most people don't see unless you're watching a Maryland game with me. <laughs> there were some Michigan fans cheering behind us. So I was like, try not to cheat or steal anything on your way out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm just hung over. Like I'm stone sober at this point. I'm still <laughs> chirping people. Uh so yeah, so then we get down there. Now it's a little bit before the race, like, and we're just filling up our pockets with like you know, free waters, this and that. Everybody's got their drinks. I got a couple beers. Get up to our seats. We we knew, right? Because we're right on that first turn. We were like, as soon as they come down the start finish line, like th- something's gonna go bad in that first turn. Oh yeah, Luckily, it's on. That's where you yeah. guys were. Was on the first turn. Yeah, we were just Dude. before that. Wow. Yeah. So I saw that, that. Yeah, that happens. The race was good. My my guy Pierre Pierre Gasly lost some spots. I mean, well, there was a penalty in the first turn of the race, right? Right in front of you. You yeah. made him go wide. That's so cool. That was yeah, a pivotal. Right, because Verstappen ran Char- uh, Charles Leclerc, like just ran him off the track. That's the other thing. There's Max fans, but not in our section. People are just <laughs> like, Fuck Max, like, of course, blah, blah, blah. And then the other wild thing is, is like, there's just this giant TV in front of you. And it's like watching it on TV. Like, it's the same broadcast and you watch it and then you kind of hear them. And it's like, all right, here they and come. They just come ripping so, by. Yeah. Plus, the pits were right in front of us, too. So, I mean, watching those uh, cars cruise in, stop for all of two seconds and cruise out. You're just like, this is unbelievable. Yeah. Full tank of gas, four new tires. Like, it's absurd. Yeah. And like somebody in our group had done a little research. So we knew and the race actually the race wasn't bad. It was pretty good. It was a little better than people expected. Uh, one of our buddies was filming and he's a Checo fan. One of the best things he got is he's filming Checo come down and you just hear me next to him go. Checo's going to overtake Pierre. (laughs) Like when you can kind of like TV, I will say F1 on TV might be a better viewing experience, but when you're in person, you can like every lap they come by, you can see the gaps getting longer or getting closer. And it's like, Oh, he's hunting them down. He's going to get them. So yeah, so that was really awesome. The race was good. And then we knew when the race ended, they were going to take the three, the first, second, and third place driver, drive them over to the Bellagio to do an interview there, and then uh, drive them all the way back on the track to the in fr- to the main section to give out the awards. Oh, nice! So, right, our buddies had been to an F one race before. So, I mean, as soon as that checkered flag flies, which by the way, they brought out Bieber for it, which is kind of wild. Oh yeah, Bruce Buffer did the intro for all the drivers. Huh. <laughs> I mean, it wow, was, it was time, right? It was, I mean, it was Vegas to the max. So oh, God, we knew, that's awesome. as, as soon as that race was over, we, cause like people, like some people leave, some people don't care about the podium stuff. We wanted to see the podium. So our buddy just starts cutting through the crowd. Right. I, he's like, just stay on my six. So it's like it's a me, weapon. Yeah. It's me, him, the mayor's son. We're right behind him. We lost the mayor. He was like, I'm not that interested. And we're, I mean, we are like squeezing by people, like just cutting through rows. Mm -hmm. We finally find a spot as they're like finishing up where they're going to set up the podium stage. And we are dead center. Like all the main camp professional cameras are right in front of us. We find like five empty seats, which we were so lucky to do because you other people tried what we were doing and people are like, well, these aren't your seats. You can't sit here. Like this and that. So we were primed. Some dude in a full Checo kit sat next to me. Mexican dude. He's wearing a helmet. 
like full race thing. He's got <laughs> his Mexican flag. Like I, there's got to be oh pictures of me just next to him internationally. <laughs> Jesus, that's awesome. Right. So then here's the best part. And Cobb, I want you to know this because you were with me when I went through a weird obsession with this DJ because of uh, Fernando Rodney. So they give out all the awards, massive firework display. And then it's like on the screen, you're like, oh, man, is that Martin Gurex? Is he going to hop <laughs> on the decks? And then we look up. He's right in front of us. And he plays oh like a 25 God. minute set as we're just standing in the stands. I was like, what? Yes. How far like, were you from him? It's hard to tell us the track was in between us, but I'd say 100, 150 yards. Wow. Dude, that's crazy. That's so cool. God, yeah, he's like a prime spot. Yeah, and I elbow the mayor's son because he's really into DJs. He DJs, and oh, I just I go, as soon as Gurek starts, I'm like, he he has to play animals, right? <laughs> <laughs> so he does like his set. We're loving it. And that was just cool. Like, I was like, I didn't know there was going to be a just extra set by like one of my favorite DJs of all time. Yeah. Icing. Yeah. So then sure. after that, we walk over to the wind because the mayor and his son have tickets to a show that night at excess. And like we leave them there. The wind, by the way, I'd never been in there. It's probably one of the nicest casinos we've ever seen. And yeah. that's where that's where the money's at. I mean, you don't even see a woman in a normal dress. They're all done up like everybody's suited and booted like it. It, it was yeah. just it was amazing. Like the three of us just kind of walked around. We would just people watch and every once in a while. We like. All right, let's get a cocktail. See what's going on. Yeah, it's bougie. That's where I stayed last time I was in Vegas, and it was it's pretty absurd. Yeah, I never. And the other thing, too, is because of all the road closures, like you had to walk through like these new walkways and then like through the casinos. So it's funny, like we checked like the walking app at like two thirty, maybe three. And we had already walked four and a half miles since midnight. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, I think we logged like eight and a half or nine miles on race day, just oh, going yeah. up and down. Uh, and it's also wild because you're cutting through casinos, right? So it's like, I'm not going to name any, but you kind of go like, all right, this one's not bad. Then it's like, this one's <laughs> nice. This one sucks. Uh, yeah, totally. You do get like strong opinions. Well, and especially not being able to take a car up and down the strip. Like you're walking through every casino, you know, and you guys, it sounds like we're on the... Uh, you know, the wind side of the street. So it's like you're hitting the Venetian and you're hitting the Flamingo and just like, you know, all of that Imperial Palace. I mean, yeah. yeah and nice. I think, I don't know. I don't know if we got lost or whatever, but at a certain point I'm like, this is the third time we've walked through Treasure Island. I'm like, mm -hmm. we're, we're like, I'm getting tired <laughs> of walking through this place. Uh, I would say baby. easily the Checo fans. Were, I mean, they Checo fans would just see a group of another Checo fans and just start chanting, Checo. Yeah, go. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I've been trying to explain to people. It's hard to put in the words, but just the the experience at the race was just it was the greatest sporting spectacle I've ever been a part of. And the wow, ease, the ease of getting drinks, non-alcoholic drinks, the food, the bathrooms, finding your seat like it just they just they did it so well. Rich people just have a better life, Ted. <laughs> well, listen, we That's were in the wild. East. If anybody listening to this went to the race, we were in the East Harmon end. We also, for a while, were like, maybe we're just the East Harmon boys. And then it's like, yeah, until people are from Vegas and like, you assholes aren't the East Harmon boys.
Yeah, <laughs> you've been here for what six hours <laughs> sipping <laughs> sipping white wine in the paddock. <laughs> yeah. there was there was so many celebrities there they kept putting celebrities up on the screen and i'm just like i don't even know who that is who uh who was the biggest celebrity that we would know i will say or this. who stood out it doesn't even really matter i don't care i mean bex is a pretty big celebrity is that david beckham yeah that's yeah massive uh massive. Rob Macarini or whatever his name is, uh, from It's Always Sunny. Him and his oh, wife, they were in nice. Pierre Gasly's. They were in the Alpine, like paddock. That was pretty cool. And it's funny because it's got to be weird as a driver. Like you're meeting celebrities and you're like, I'm at work. Like I just have to focus on the race. <laughs> right. So that was Verstappen's whole thing. He was like, number one, he, you know, street tracks are different than like a closed, like an actual course, like down in Austin. And he was like, I just want to race. Like, I feel like this, we had to do a bunch of extra BS, which I get. He's not wrong. But yeah. also it was funny, the people behind us, like everybody knows Rexham because of uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob. But Rob's last name is kind of hard to say. So the people behind us were like, that's the other co-owner of uh, with Ryan Reynolds. And I was like, yeah, Rob Macarini or whatever his name is. So, like everybody was dying <laughs> laughing. Like, yeah, he's a famous celebrity, but like it just doesn't roll off the tongue like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I know the double, yeah, the alliteration is a little easier. That's funny. God, dude. So it sounds like it was like just a place to see and be seen. I'm surprised you didn't see freaking Taylor Swift. Me too. Travis Kelsey. And like that night at that club, like I forget who he went to. It was like, it just was ridiculous. Like he was showing me videos and it's like other massive DJs and Diplo's just up on the stage with him, just rifling tequila. Dude, huh. Diplo lives a great life, man. His Instagram, I, I, Love that he's taking full advantage of who he became. Yeah. That's impressive. Well, it's also funny because they were worried. They're like, ah, what if the race runs late and we miss like the opening set or whatever? I was like, listen, all the money in the world is going to be at that club at the win. Like those DJs are not starting till this race is over. And there's been a buffer zone for people to get there. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, also, it goes without saying that the, the the talent the women unreal oh like even just at the race alone like i mean I, I, I there was so many times you're just like oh man that might be the hottest woman i've seen oh hang on there's a few more oh hang on and just like yeah damn honestly a stone cold you know in seattle at least you don't see a lot of stone cold tens in person you know just weather given the weather people are like covered up and stuff it is astonishing when you see like model quality women in person. I mean, it's tough. It's like looking at the surface of the sun. I, I know you guys aren't going to say anything. We were both nodding emphatically. I'd like to point that out. Dude, I love no, you're right. There was a couple where it's just like, that might be the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in person. Yeah. When Ted, when you were like, and it goes without saying the talent, like Cobb and I both looked at the, looked at you with the same look on our face of like, bewilderment and confusion like we we just know exactly the kind of hotness that you're talking about it just rattles your entire consciousness for a second it's amazing to be around yeah and the wind was just all of that and Ooh. credit to some of the dudes like some dude walked by me in like a brown leather like light brown like leather jacket and it, you know like you can open up the inside and it was like white fur or something but you got to keep in mind it's cold outside so, like, you're kind of dressed for that. But when you get in the casinos, there's all these people, like, you're either hot out 
inside you're just you get inside you're like oh man it's hot in here and i remember this this dude walks behind me like you know super cool jeans that probably cost hundreds of dollars the right shoes and i was like that guy looks amazing like he's gonna pull one of those chicks tonight i was like i also have to imagine that he is just sweating his ass off inside of that jacket (laughs) sounding it man if you got the white fur you gotta flaunt it you know yeah, I mean, it was it it was wild. Like I said, one of the best sporting experiences of my life. I was just like, this is this is crazy. And I'm glad oh, we were at the so. first one. I don't yeah. know that I pay that money to go next year. And I really want to go to Austin now and see him race on a track. But like to be at the first one and even with the mistakes of the track and everything, like it's pretty damn cool. And the bad thing, I think, for lo- more local, smaller businesses was the epic. I don't know how many people went to those kind of places, but like all the big casinos, like they- they're going to make out with crazy amounts of money because you had all the high rollers. And the- I mean, you had salty money, Chinese. Money, I mean, any money you can think of, it was all there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm with you. I think going for the inaugural one was the right move because that's just like, you know, people are just excited. Like you said, all the celebrities came out. It's like it's just a big big deal that will never happen again i mean of course the race will continue and it'll be great but yeah like what an event to go to and like sounds like 100 worth the spend just just cool but yeah dude you can hit the austin one anytime man it's great <laughs> all right Cobb, i did not text you back am i right correct you actually went to snow's barbecue i went to smitty's barbecue smitty's all right because uh that you said it was your nickname at one point right yeah yeah, so Smitty's. So I actually end up getting. If your trapped. last name is Smith and you play a sport, you've been Smitty at some point. Some coach has been like Smitty. Yeah. So I um we went out to uh, this town called Lockhart. It's about twenty five minutes from Austin. Um, and I ended up getting trapped out there. We went out there to see like a uh, a friend's um, I guess ranch probably is the right word. I don't know piece of land. Um, and uh, I found out it's the barbecue capital of Texas. Uh, so home of the original Black's Barbecue, home of Terry Black's, Smitty's, and a couple other spots. So I was like, okay, these people know barbecue. Let's do it. So we go. Um, Smitty's, I would encourage you to just do a quick Google. I sent Ted a video, but you walk in and you're inside of a brick smoker. Like the whole room is a black brick smoker. The fire that's fueling, like that's smoking everything is just on the floor, like on a concrete floor in like a maybe a six inch pit. Like you could easily just fall into these giant logs that are on fire. And then there's just a cash register and they're like, what do you want? So you, you answer and they just open up this big metal smoker, pull out whatever. It's pretty cool. So anyway, I sent Ted a picture, but the issue was Ted, I had to pull a page from your playbook. We ended up getting trapped out there. So I don't have a car. We took an Uber out there and that was no problem. Easy to get Ubers in Austin. What I didn't really think about is a Sunday in Texas, in a small town, like everyone's watching football. No one's driving oh, yeah. Uber. So I tried honestly nine times to get an Uber and it would look, look for a while. And then it's like, hey, there's just no drivers. So I was like, all right, well, phone's about to die. I was like, let's duck into a local bar, see what's going on. So we pop into a bar, have a couple Miller lattes, order nice. some uh, some fries, start making friends with the locals. Sure enough, within an hour, the local postman has a... Uh, He's offered us um, offered us to stay at his house. He uh, wants to name one of his cats after us. And uh, we're doing great. We're friends with the bartender. And now the sub- other couple's joining. And we're just like, I'm cranking up the small town charm, boys. That's We always laugh. It's like, 
yeah, I, I don't know. Just, uh, yeah, I turn it on. And, uh, so I was like, well, you know, it's like six 30, like we really might get stuck here. And, you know, we have a dog at home. And so I was like, what are we actually going to do? I was like, do we have to take like a city bus back? I'm like, those are going to stop running soon. Like we were really running out of options. And then when I finally just let it go and was just crushing beers, I was like, I'm probably my fourth Miller light, which you guys know is a lot for me. I don't use drink watching the Seahawks game. I'm ordering (laughs) corn dogs for like, you know, multiple people. I'm just like, get him a corn dog. Get me a corn dog. Get her a corn dog. Like just starting to take over. And then I hit my phone and an Uber driver came through. It's like, she's like 35 minutes away or something. I'm like, all right, we got 35 minutes, everybody. And at this point, most of the town is on our side. And so like, then they start buying us drinks. I don't know. It was just fun. And so, uh, yeah, finally our driver gets there and, she must have seen my like notification nine times because like she um she was a deaf woman and you could tell she just like just gotten out of bed like all right fine like you know what like ninth ninth uh, alert like all right I'll give this guy a ride and drove all the way to get us. so that was awesome drove us home so we made it out alive but yeah Ted I just I channeled you and was just like all right I'm just gonna ingratiate myself with the local populace. And see what happens. And dude, there was like a 5% chance of me driving a U.S. Postal Service truck home. Like that's where we were at within the Lockhart community. So and we heard some, I'll tell you guys off air, but you know, you can learn a lot about a small town in a short, short time. And some of the stories were wild. I I don't want to say I'm on here just because there's, you know, potential uh, liability or what's the word? Like criminal, whatever. I don't know, but pretty crazy. I'll tell you boys at the break. Yeah, even for us, because like we couldn't get the Seahawks game on the house. It's like Sunday afternoon. You know me. I'm all riled up. So we're just like, screw it. We'll just walk down to like the local bar or whatever. And I I called the guy just to make sure, like, can you get the Seahawks game on? He's like, sure. He's like, the Niners game's like the national game of the week. So like we got that on on the big screen with the sound. But like, I got plenty of TVs. Come on in. You know, we get in there. You know me, there's like one dude in an Eagle shirt and I go, hey, Joe. All right. And I'm like, hey, ask that guy what part of Jersey he's from. And like his wife's like, what? And I'm like, ah, I'm just busting chops or whatever. We start BSing with them like one couple leaves. Next thing you know, right. Same thing. There's not too many people in there. Hawks are on the big screen. We're drinking Let's go. chicken wings and drinking espresso martinis. <laughs> dude, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Ah. <sighs> That's awesome. Also, also, I gotta say, like, the mayor is unbelievable. Like, yeah. just like even just getting cocktails and stuff, like the bartender at the events, like they're pumping out drinks, right? But they're hand making them and stuff. And like he's just joking with and like one of the bar, she just loved us. And I was just like, God, like I'm good at t-. like he's real he's well charming. He's very yeah, charming. Both, I guess it helps. We both talk for a living. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he he can be very charming when he wants to be. Uh, all right, well, let's take a break here and we'll come back and uh, finish up with the normal stuff. All right, welcome back. And thanks to our number one new main sponsor, Formula Un, <laughs> in association with Heineken Silver. <laughs> I drink more Heineken Silver. One guy, he goes, regular or silver? Because that was the only thing. You can only get Heineken. And I go, I mean, silver. And it's like just a dude from Vegas. I go, I mean, what, if you had Miller Lite, he goes, I hear you, man. The silver's the one you want. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny because, um, like, you know, how Heineken is sort of like a lower, I don't know, like a lower rung beer in the States. 
Yeah, I mean, it's expensive. But oh, people no, just don't oh, drink no. it. So, sorry, sorry. I flipped that. Yeah, Heineken is like the like the water of Europe. But over there, like Bud Light and Bud Diesel are like kind of like nicer, like fancier beers. So that is like their Miller Lite or whatever. I mean, just because <laughs> there's so many Euros coming over for this, you know, and it is like a European event. But oh, yeah. I talked to people from Scotland, sense. from what, Germany. I mean, just all over the place in Europe. So it was... That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I know there was a lot of stuff. It was super expensive. But honestly, I, you can hear it in my voice. It was so much freaking fun, man. It was just awesome. Ted, you're just living that jet set lifestyle lately, dude. Austin <laughs> food and wine, oyster tastings in Seattle, Formula Un in Vegas. It's like, who is this guy? November has been a wild month for your boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you're on it. Uh, all right, Mr. Cobb, we got some emails. Oh, yeah. Top topic. Greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. land. I apologize for being a week behind on the podcast, but I wanted to give my opinion on my favorite bird. My favorite bird is the great horned owl. Not only are they universally symbolized as being full of wisdom, but they also thrive in the dark. Not to get dark on you, gents, but this has really resonated with me throughout some dark times in my life to just persevere and find my way to thrive through the good and the bad. Love the content, boys. Eric, your Columbia, Missouri supporter. Oh, Columbia, Missouri. All right. I like it. Nice. Uh, greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. Gentlemen, I stumbled upon a pick f- from the meet and greet held in Tacoma in November 2018. I can confidently say that that was a great t- that a great time was had by all in attendance. Now, here we are five years later, having experienced a worldwide health pandemic and the equally equally harrowing moves of MCTP to California and Cobb to Tejas. My question for the panel is this. Understanding the mileage involved for the men of the uh, greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. And the budgetary restrictions on an ever-changing broadcast industry. Uh, we don't get paid. <laughs> is there even a remote possibility that a 2024 The Meet and Greet can be scheduled? With a lot of love and a little shove, LARP on. Christopher Walken. <clears throat> I, I, that's a tough call. I mean, if, if we pulled it off, I would say it would summer. maybe some, I was gonna say sometime in the summer and might be like a random, like not as crazy, just like, all right, it's a Thursday. Let's get together. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. George is in this photo. Oh, nice. Whoa. Dang. I had like a full, full beard too. This is actually, that is a trip down memory lane. Wow. Great photo, yeah. Christopher. Because I think we uh, went over and hung out at Rev's afterwards. Yeah, Rev's yep. in there. God, you yeah. have a really good memory. That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, oh, this was the ankle weights party. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Nice. Nice. Okay. Um, when, to, when to start Christmas movies? Uh, that was the cop topic last week. Uh, I don't generally watch Christmas or holiday movies, but I do listen to Christmas music. The day I begin holiday cooking is the day I start by playing the InSync Home for Christmas album and any other holiday faves. This year, I had an early Friendsgiving event, so I had the music on by November 9th. I also just learned uh, Robbie Williams has a holiday album, so that's going into the rotation this year. Happy holidays, Michelle. Oh, Robbie Williams. Good pull. Wow. I'm a, I, I've, I've transitioned over. I feel like I'm a Michael Buble guy. And then I do a lot of like coffee shop Christmas on Spotify. Yeah. I you, always Ted? enjoy like big band. Like I used to have an album 
like a CD, like double album. That was literally just big band playing instrumental Christmas songs. Oh yeah. Ooh. Big band is nice. Or some of that, like, uh, you know, New York, like lobby music, uh, Matt, any go-tos? Um, you know, the, the Mariah Carey one always brings me back to her prime. That brings back, you know, joyful childhood mm-hmm. memories that that's what the holiday spirit's all about. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, always I, say, I can't remember what the stat is, but I want to say she makes like 20 million a year on that. Something yeah. Something crazy. like that. And also underrated. There's a couple different versions, but Donnie Hathaway this Christmas. I love that one. Mm, yeah. That does hit too. <laughs> uh, Christmas stuff for me. No Christmas movies till after Thanksgiving, but Christmas lights are fully on the table the day after Halloween. All the land, Isaac. Wow. <laughs> That's fair. There was a lot of Christmas stuff up in Vegas. I usually, I traditionally, I would put up lights or something the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. When does Christmas season start? Doing anything Christmassy before the post-Thanksgiving weekend is an abomination. Because as a frustratingly beautiful man who looks like Aaron Rodgers once said, People talk about a war on Christmas, but Christmas is at war with the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line. I don't remember that one. God, I don't remember saying it, but I'm happy I apparently did. Also, Bad Santa is objectively the best Christmas movie. Dude, he's right. Bad Santa is so good. It uh, is. It's funny as hell. Bad Santa Actually, is it's a- Bad Santa. It's funny as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Ted. Uh, it's it's objectively the best Christmas movie because it's the most entertaining and the most Christmassy. I've watched it every Christmas Eve for two decades, and every year it cracks me up. Larp on Carson the lawyer. Yeah, Carson, that's a that's a very good call. <laughs> also, I know Carson's a college football fan. Everybody will appreciate, even though we were at the Formula One race in the stands as the race is about to start. Somebody, I forget who it was. Somebody in our group had the Husky versus Oregon State game on their phone. And nice. we were like looking over. We're like, all right, hang on. They're doing the formation lap. Like, what? what's going on in the game? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Huskies got in number four and number four in the uh, college football playoff as of today. Wow. I didn't know. I didn't see that. I mean, I knew they were going to be creeping up, but God, that that's the highest I've seen them ranked in my lifetime. Yeah. Well, and a lot of the, people- was the Rose Bowl technically in my lifetime? Yeah. Maybe that's, that's the highest I've seen them as like, as you know, as a cog- cognizant adult. Yeah. And a lot of people, even some of the national media, like, well, they barely got by Oregon State. It's like, well, they beat them by like, what? I don't know. Double digits. It was piss and rain. That was the 11th team in the nation. Like, sorry if you don't respect the Pac-12 and Oregon State, but like, that's a very good team. They've literally won 16 out of 17 of their last games until the Huskies beat them. So it's like, wow, yeah, like let's let's give Oregon State a little bit of credit. And like, Washington is good, and it was on the road too. Yeah, it was in Corvallis. It's a Saturday night. It's piss and rain. It's like 40 some degrees. Like that's all leads up to them losing, and they still got the job done. Yeah, seriously, that's like one of those ones. Yeah. That's honestly, that's an impressive win. Right. Now, with that said, this weekend, that Apple Cup is going to be live. Like, I think Husky, I think the Huskies will be fine, but like it's in Husky Stadium. Like that place is going to be rocking and rolling. I know I was I'm flying up tomorrow. I was thinking about trying to go. I think uh, it just I'm not going to. But yeah, just it's going to be it's going to be a war. I mean, it's going to be fun. But yeah, Yeah, I mean, I really hope they win. I know a lot of people that are going to end up going to the Seahawks versus Niners Thanksgiving day or evening and then going to the Apple Cup Saturday afternoon. Like, that's a lot of sports. 
Well, that's a hell of a back-to-back. I didn't know Seahawks Niners were playing on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Ooh. Yes, sir. <laughs> Wait, so Ted, who are the so the Cowboys always get a game on Thanksgiving? Detroit Lions and is there who's the third team or is it just any two random teams? It's any two random teams because they didn't add that third game until like I don't know, 15 years ago or I don't even know it's that long. It was traditionally it was always the Lions play in the morning, then the Cowboys and then it was kind of college football in the evening, but now the NFL's at at that third game. So that one kind of rotates. Wow, so Seahawks are getting some primetime action. I like that. Oh, and the Smith clan overall, East Coast, West Coast, going to be a mess because the commanders are playing Dallas. And then after that, it's the Hawks and Niners. So, like, a lot of my family are still commanders fans. Cousin Tom's a Niners fan. I'm a Hawks fan. I'm like, the Smiths, like, coast to coast, are going to be on a good one Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to be drinking hard. Uh, I'm right, grateful for if we get some wins. <laughs> Check in with what's Matt. Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Uh, before we get to what's Matt. Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Check out what's Matt. Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Uh, before we get to what's Matt. Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Check out what's Matt. Yeah, so speaking of the Seahawks, I drove out to. LA this weekend to see them play the Rams in person. Oh. Yeah, overall very exciting experience. Obviously didn't pan out the way I wanted at the end there. Um but man, that stadium is something else to behold in person. Like All right. It's it's so massive and it just looks so tight like yeah, it, it just like we went last year and it was the same thing. Like that stadium just steals the show. Um, and then, you know, like I said, yeah, the game didn't go how we wanted, but we had a good weekend, you know, just going out to LA. Tyler flew back in Saturday, basically picked her up and went straight to LA. And then we were staying at the W in Beverly Hills and shout out to, I don't know the dude's name at the desk, but he gave us an upgrade. Cause Tyler said it was my birthday. Cause technically, it's coming up, and last year we went to the game for my birthday, so she bought tickets again this year for my birthday. And so, dude upgraded us to a suite, um, went out to dinner in Santa Monica for sushi. They had sushi pizza. All right, <laughs> tell me more. Yeah, so they get rice, and then they like cook the rice a little bit, fry it a little bit so that it hardens as the crust. And then they put on... Uh, you know, whatever it depends on the type. We got the sampler, so there's like a California one, um, and then though there's like a barbecue chicken one that was good. Uh, and there's one other one I can't remember, but it was like, you know, they. I'm pretty sure they put actual cheese on it. Like we were trying to figure it out. We knew we were getting the the sushi pizza trio when we went in, so we didn't actually like look at the actual yeah ingredients list. We were just like. Well, we saw it on the website. We know we're definitely doing that. And then we we looked at other roles and figured it out. But it was it was really good. Um we had a, a great time. Shout out to Sushi Pizza. It's it's really delicious and kind of odd, but uh it works, surprisingly. I mean, go figure. Um it's sushi and pizza. Like they're both awesome individually. Of course it's awesome together. Uh, and then we 
went out to the Santa Monica Pier, kind of messed around, and then came home, tried to watch F1, passed out, like, during the formation lap. <laughs> like, <laughs> just exhausted. She'd been traveling. I had work before I picked her up. And, yeah, then, so we watched it first thing in the morning um, before I knew what happened from the internet. So it was, it worked out well. And, yeah, then then we went out to Dude, the game. We- I was going to say, when we got home that night, like the three three of us got home at like, I don't know, 3.30. And we we were like, oh, man, let's eat some food. And then we sat there and rewatched the race just because we wanted to see it from a different angle. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was a great race. Like, yeah, it, was, the- it was much better than I thought it was. Yeah. Like, we were kind of like. Oh, we'll just check out the the views, you know, and and see the spectacle for a little bit. Like, who cares? Max already won this season. You know, he's probably going to win the race. But you know, we just kept watching because it was just a a good race with a lot of action throughout. So, um, yeah, we watched all the way to the very end, but we were not planning on it. It was just like, oh, it's an actual good race this season. Like, there's been so many where. You know, if you t- turn in 20 laps into the race, Max is already ahead by like 30 seconds over the next guy. He's got a free pit stop waiting for him. Like, yeah. God damn it, dude. Yeah. So uh, overall, really good weekend. You know, uh, I'm definitely, you know, it was it was I'm glad Geno Smith is appears to be mostly OK, because like without getting the broadcast updates, I'm just like up there on the 50 yard line in the the high up seats on the 500 level with no idea what's going on with Gino while Drew Locks in there just like freaking out like on the broadcast they'd be like oh and they'd show the replay and this and that they I was just like blind watching Drew Lock kind of blow it for the middle of that game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, they needed that one. Oh, was like yeah. Guys, oh, come on. And like, yeah, there's just a couple bad plays. It clearly wasn't a PI on Witherspoon. Yeah. I'm not going to blame the refs. So I just like, damn it, man. That one was like, pivotal. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know what happens. I think there's a chance we might just get, get, get our butt whipped at home against the Niners because the Niners look like they're back. But, you know, it's a divisional game. It's Thanksgiving. You never know. You never know. Um, but yeah, it's a tough four game stretch coming up. <laughs> yeah, right. Because then the Thursday after that, it's like, yeah, go play the Cowboys now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess it's about that time. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. I was thinking a little bit recently about time dilation and just, uh, I don't know. This year, we 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 had thought it had gone by really fast, and then last year at this time, our whole building lost power, and they put everyone in hotels. Um, I was already back in Seattle for the uh, the seasonal popcorn grind, but uh, I was chatting with the girlfriend about it, and she was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe like that was only a year ago. Like so much we've experienced, so much this year." And so I was just thinking about time, and I don't know if you could go back and tell yourself stuff and whatever. So anyway. Top topic this week, kind of a fun one. Um, all right. If you met 16-year-old you and you only have 10 seconds, what do you say? 
feel free to email us literally the word email at thepodcast.com. If you meet the 16-year-old version of yourself and you only have 10 seconds to say something to your old self, what do you say? Boys? Ooh. I know. It's tough. 10 seconds. That's a tough one. My first instinct, my first instinct would just be like prior prioritize your health more now. Like start now. Ooh. Yeah. God, mine are like so self-serving. It's like one of them I don't want to say, but it'd be like, you know, don't date this person. And like I would probably quote Microsoft's current stock price. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, it's like basically like buy it like i'll be like microsoft 373 <laughs> jesus i mean that's a good like, call think of how much you could fit like tight stuff in yeah. there you know <laughs> don't sell like your cisco stock yeah <laughs> yeah exactly she yeah. doesn't love you <laughs> it's like what <laughs> jesus run <laughs> uh so i don't know matt oh man jump to mind yeah, the the stocks and Bitcoin definitely came to mind. Uh, oh yeah, put it all on Bitcoin. Those Fuck. are the first that's, things, dude. That's yeah, that's the move. I mean, other than that, like yeah, there's things I could I could do. Um, I I would say I would tell myself that at 16 I would be like, you don't need to go to college, um, you know, and you don't need to stress about going to college now. Uh, and that I can, you know, like, I, I would say at that time I was getting, uh, condemned a lot for having no impulse control, but Mm. as I've become an adult, like I've started to, you know, let those, like, it's more fun. Like, I don't know. I, I let my impulses run my life still. They just turned out. Okay. So it's like, I don't know. I tell, I'd be like, don't listen to grownups. They don't know what they're doing. Bitcoin, Apple, Microsoft. Um, yeah. Every and, dollar you make into Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> 16. Like, yeah. So, dude, yeah. if I just had, like, because that's like the one thing is like, if I had crazy money right now, I'd be set, dude. But like, you know, I'll get there. But I got, I got health. I got happiness. I just need, you know, the financial aspect of things, you know, and trying to put it more into focus now. So I guess that's why I'm thinking, like, damn, dude, if I was 16 and I could just have a few, you know, have that sports almanac from Back to the Future too, basically. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but you can't. I got ten seconds, so it's Bitcoin, Apple, uh, Microsoft, Facebook, and then you know, like, yeah, don't listen to grownups. They don't know anything. <laughs> Love that. Can you imagine how mind blowing it is? Those sixteen, like Bitcoin, like what? what like, it won't be out for another eight years. Yeah. Dude, Nelly's. No, it's longer than that. Still, well, for you, it's longer. Yeah, we would have been oh, sixteen yeah. in two thousand three. Is that when Bitcoin started? Two thousand three? Oh no, no, it would have been another eight years. So it's like two thousand. Yeah, I think technically like two thousand nine, but really it kind of started to get more popular around like two thousand eleven. Yeah. I'm not hundred percent sure on that. Like sixteen year old me has a pager. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still using America Online. We <laughs> like invest in Bitcoin. Like, what the hell is you talking about? Yeah, yeah, it's like let it all ride on Amazon until Bitcoin comes out and then put it all on Bitcoin. It would also be kind of fun to be like, this is going to blow your mind. The Patriots are going to get good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I've been saying it, man. Patriots are going to get good. I've been saying it for years, y'all. 
right? <laughs> I mean, back then they're just a doormat. You'd be like, this guy's insane. Future me's insane. He's talking <laughs> about this Bitcoin and that the Patriots are good. Yeah. <laughs> OJ gets acquitted. <laughs> Dude, that's wild. You could throw so many crazy, like so much info. Well, six year old me about like ten seconds, like how much info you could actually get in there. Yeah. Uh. All right. Well, before we go, happy Thanksgiving, boys. I hope everybody enjoys their uh, Thanksgiving uh, break. If you don't get a break, hopefully you just enjoy the meal. Oh yeah. Uh, also, you know what? I don't know. Have a few more potatoes. Have a little roll. Oh, MCTP. Have you heard of the Thanksgiving leftover pizza? No. Apparently, people are doing this. Oh. I'm going to try it this year. I'm just going to get a bobbly crust. I guess you put down like potatoes or gravy as like the base and then add like mm. stuffing and some turkey mm. and then mm. some cheese. I, I've DiGiorno made a frozen one. I've heard it's a thing people do. So like at some point this weekend, I'm going to mess around and be like, I don't know if it's going to turn out good. But like, all right, screw it. Let's try it. Oh, Dude, it'll turn out good. Although I gotta say, if you can get like some of the the pizza dough, I feel like Bobley is is not great. Like it's a it's the lower level in the game, in my opinion. I've never had a great Bobley pizza, but I have had great. Like if you just get the dough, they make it already ready to rock. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just for whatever from one friend to another, you know. I thought about Matt on that one. I was like, I was like, Cobb would eat it, but I go like, Matt seems crazy enough to actually try to make it. Man. I oh mean, yeah, I'm dude, glad you're telling me this, this this week and not next week. Telling me about how you did it because it's very much still on the table for 2023. Oh yeah, it's in play, definitely <laughs> in play. Uh, all right, boys, there you go. Uh, we'll be back next week, and uh, you know we'll kill you with tales of leftover Thanksgiving pizza. <laughs> for MCTP <laughs> for Cobb of the Ted Smith is the podcast. Nice. Cheers. <laughs>